I am a klutz. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hug and a High Five. It's a mom and daughter podcast journal. I'm Ingrid, I'm the daughter. And I'm Vicky, I'm the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult. I'm trying to figure out how to parent an adult and live as an adult who is more than a parent. I live in New York City. And I live in Los Angeles. And this is Hug and a High Five. Hi, Ingrid. Hi, Mom. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. It looks like it's getting dark there, but no snow right now. No, it won't snow this weekend. It's in the 30s, but no snow. It is getting dark. It gets dark very fast here now. Definitely Mm. winter. Wow. Welcome to winter. The only way we know it's winter in California is that the sun goes down earlier. (laughs) And then it's winter. I'm sorry to say. I sincerely, until middle of high school, maybe, subconsciously, at least, if not consciously, thought of the words December, winter, and Christmas as synonyms. (laughs) Sincerely. Because there was no winter. And this year is going to be different. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be different this year. Well, I mean, really, when I went to Nashville, I started learning, oh, winter doesn't even really come until February. Like deep winter. Yeah. Well, in, but this in will Minnesota, be another notch up. Minnesota and probably New York, definitely you'll experience it in January. January and February can be long, dry, slow months. Yeah. Well, so um, you're at a different place today. I'm not looking at your room, but you've had some changes in the month since we did a hug and a high five. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I'm at the the Mitch, as we call it now, because it's on Mitchell Place. <laughs> um, I'm at my aunt and uncle's house, and um, all the family are rolling in for the week. Family from Norway all the way across the world, um, from Washington D.C. All, all different people. It's going to be very fun to have everyone together. But at your place. Your apartment, tell me about what new you got in your apartment. You have a cool chair now and... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I do have more things in my apartment. I have a very cute little armchair that's blue that I sit in all the time. Uh, I have a new rug. I have um, a desk. Most, yeah, desk thanks to my aunt and uncle here whose kids are... Just old enough, older than me enough for me to get all their hand-me-downs. That's a good place and to I'll start. Take them. Totally is. It's great. And I really, I'm uh, thankful for my rug. I didn't really think that I would, I mean, I knew I'd want one eventually, but it wasn't high on my list. Eh, whatever. Um, but dad offered to get me one, which was kind of him. And now I'm really glad that he did because it just adds this whole different layer of comfort when you like feel fuzzy squishy things under your feet versus the hard hard cold wood that is really good to remember yeah well yeah where you are where it's super cold and you put a mattress pad underneath it even right like not a mattress a carpet carpet pad pad. yeah yeah Yeah. that's awesome yeah so it's the first day i got it i put my yoga mat on top of it and then it was really slippery and dangerous so I was a little worried, but now it's settled down. Gravity has done its work and has a, a skid mat under it, so it's extra squishy and also going to stay in place. And has do you are you having a second rug sent 
also? It hasn't arrived yet? It's supposed to arrive today, so hopefully my roommates will be there to get it. Oh, yes. But it's a small, it's like a small circular one. I I opted for a pink one because I knew it would be a good complementary color, and I tried to get like the lightest pink I could find because I don't want like a bright pink rug. Mm. So I'm a little worried that it's pink, pink. When I was in college and we moved into a new house in California and I got to choose my rug color and my wall color, I chose a mauve rug. Mauve was the pink shade at the time. And I chose light blue walls and it was a super cheery room. I really loved it. Oh, good. That helps me feel better because that's pretty, I mean, I've got a dark blue wall Mm -hmm. and my colors are kind of gray and blue. Mm -hmm. And then... I have a little bit of dark pink in my comforter, so that's been my, like, accent color. Yeah, I um, think that sounds so. cheery. Yeah. I hope so. Very good. Well, what else new has happened in the month since I've talked to you on a hug and a high five? <laughs> Not since we've talked last, <laughs> thankfully. But at least on a podcast. Oh, I don't know. What has happened? Um, you you got an unexpected reprieve in. from work. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I was just starting to settle into work and then feeling a little bit like, oh, like, okay, working 40 hours and then also being an actor on top. Like you're, you're deciding to sign up for more than one job. It's pretty tiring. And then I did get a reprieve because I am a klutz. <laughs> Is the short answer. Self-described. Yeah, self-described, for sure. Um, I wear the badge with pride. Well, I hurt my hand. I have five stitches in my left hand between my between my pinky and my ring finger, like in the webbing, if I were a duck. So actually, I am relieved when I understood that it was between your pinky and your ring finger, because when I first saw the picture, I couldn't tell which hand, which finger it was through. And I thought it was between your first finger and your second finger, your point, your like pointer finger. And mm-hmm. I just think, oh my goodness, that, that's a super integral finger to how you function. <laughs> right. When it's true. I first saw the picture. I was in China and I immediately, as soon as I could, called you. I think it was 6 a.m. my time in China. You did, so, you did call me. And I was surprised. I didn't even know that that would be a thing that you would did, could do. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about China in a minute. But, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very glad, too, that, I mean, there's so many little ligaments and blood vessels and things in your hand. So I'm really glad that nothing was hurt. Um, basically, the story goes, I was at my new friend's house. We were all having a Bible study together, which was really, it's, it's amazing to have friends and start to meet people here and I returned to the counter for a refill of cereal for the morning (laughs) and got very excited turned around to talk to people as I well I thought I would place my porcelain cereal bowl on the counter but instead I smashed it against the side of the marble counter and um, the porcelain just shattered and went directly into my hand Pretty deep, like into the middle of my palm. It's a huge puncture. When I saw the hole, I couldn't yeah. even believe it. Um, the the yeah. good news about that is that what it tells me is you're still really strong because you were so forceful. 
that you really punctured your hand forcefully. Oh, you were like gouged yourself. And yeah. um and you're still as dramatic as ever because as you ever. were uh turning around to make an exclamation and didn't Literally let anything. talking about the gospel of Luke. Like what? <laughs> this is the excitement with which I puncture myself. Yeah. Um, it's true. I have not changed. <laughs> and truthfully, this is a side note, but it's very odd the way that people, I think, at least in my experience, see themselves mm-hmm. um, and the way that the past um, affects that. Because growing up, I kind of like took on or felt like I was perceived as the kind of like quiet goody two shoes girl. Um, with maybe not a lot to say or whatever, which in truth, like I'm not really, I'm, I'm pretty out there and goofy and loud. I'm much louder than I ever think that I am. And I'm much more dramatic than I ever think that I am. (laughs) So it's kind of funny for you to say that and be like, oh good. She is the same person because I, I'm just learning to, to, yeah, to embrace that part of myself and like see myself that way, even though. That's what's true. So the first role that you had as an actor, Belle, is still fits you. It was typecast. That's true. All the way She's back also then. much more spunky than she maybe gets credit Strong, for. Strong, thoughtful, passionate. Kind of speak her mind. <laughs> it's tr- I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That's good. Well, I got out of work for two weeks because there's not much you can do at Trader Joe's without needing both hands. You have to lift things all the time and... For a week, I pretty much didn't have use of my hand. It's almost better now, um, but now it's Thanksgiving, so I get a second week off. And what did you decide to do? Are you going back to work on Saturday or are you going back on Monday? I am going to go back on Saturday. I'll bite the bullet. I'll be good and not call out of work oh, for family time. There you go. All right. Mm. Good job. Yeah, so I'll be back on Saturday. That's a hard decision. Okay, and then you're going to get up early the next day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm leading worship the next day, and then I'll have another day at Trader Joe's. So it'll be a little bit long. But I've planned it out as much as I can, and then Monday I'll sleep in. Oh, good. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. But in the meantime, since you've had some spare time on your hands, well, how have you been spending that spare time? Honestly, a lot of sitting around. It was a little lonely. A, a good... Well, yes, it was lonely, but also just, like, a lot of TV, (laughs) which is, like, I don't know. It's this weird thing where I'm, like, still discovering what it means to, you know, be my own keeper. Mm. To not, you know, there's no one telling me to go to class. There's no whatever. Um, Self-control. And there's still something pretty exciting about waking up and being, like, I, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> no one is here to tell me <laughs> what to do. Like it's a little bit kid in the candy store still of like, it's a summer day and I can, I can do whatever I want, which um, I suppose is characteristic of being a young adult and figuring out how to grow into living being a meaningful life. Yeah. Cause it's not meaningful to sit around watching TV for hours very often Um, that's that's kind of a a remarkable realization to come to that's great maturity that you've actually come to that realization 
It's true. High yeah. five on that one. Thank you. That's a piece <laughs> of adulthood, even in my couch potato Um Yeah, so I watched a lot of TV, and um, but again, part of that is good. Part of that is just like I get to veg out and I get to relax, and I really had been going, you know, firing at all cylinders for a while, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, did get lonely in the middle. I found that. I really have to cap it at 24 hours, if not a little less, um, as far as solitude goes. Because as much as I say I want to rest, like any more than that time, I just get in my head and I get so self-critical about how I'm not doing enough for my career and I could be out hustling and what else could I do? And Well, I, th- I think maybe distinguishing solitude and being alone because you were alone, but you were watching other people live their lives even if they're fictional lives right because you were watching were you watching sitcoms yeah yeah i watched a lot of friends (laughs) and then and then you look at instagram so well well that's what i mean by solitude how you how are those different oh i would describe solitude as um really solitary and choosing to be just you no other input, maybe a Bible as an input, but not not music, not oh, so not solitude input. is positive. I couldn't tell yeah. what in, in, like what was a connotation of both. Okay, fair. Yeah, so fair. alone, because I think that you could do. Daddy has done silent retreats before. That's true. That's true. I could have spent my solitude for three in very days. different ways, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have and just read a are, book, and I could have sung, and I could have. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have felt alone, even Quite though as you, alone. you were alone. Or yeah. self-critical. It's true. I know. Yeah. So you kind of and, set and yourself up And I really have found that. way less and I, I found more and more that um, there's not a lot of entertainment that I can consume without being an actor about it. Mm. So even six months ago, I would watch Friends with my college friends and have a great time also even there it's with someone else and so there's a whole another level of like building community and doing something meaningful meaningful um versus uh, this this time around there was there was a lot of like how beautiful is monica and how do they do this joke and just like trying to like playing doing the doing the actor things of the critical learning of the process and Mm -hmm. the way sitcoms work and i'm also reading jenna fisher's book which is the office which is also kind of a sitcom Mm -hmm. you know so it was just a lot of the same thing wasn't bad i just I, i i don't know i can't i don't feel like i can be as proud of myself of really using my time off as Oh, I don't know. As well as I probably said that I would. But coming to the realization of that is a step of maturity in itself. So thank you. you. One step at a time. You also came up with a new creative outlet, right? Yeah. The last couple of days I've, I've, I feel like turned around a little bit in that respect. <laughs> um, I've had so many ideas for creative things to do. I want to sing here. I want to do this. I want to do that. I have all these ideas all the time. And pretty much always I write it off. 
after a little bit of thinking about it, because I have all of these ideas in my brain of what it's going to look like, all these expectations, dreams, whatever you want to call them. And I know just enough about the different types of entertainment and the way that creativity is works as a con, um, consumable commodity um, to know how it should look. So I have ideas for videos and for recordings and photo shoots, but I never totally do them because it takes a lot mm-hmm. to takes a lot of just time and energy to get mm-hmm. myself made up in like beautiful makeup that's extra packed on because the camera lo- mm-hmm. um, likes it that way and do my hair and get my makeup or get my the lighting exactly right. And then I'm still using my iPhone, so I don't have the equipment to make it look the way I want. Mm-hmm. So I just don't do things because it's too hard and my standard's too high mm. for what I can do. So my new creative outlet is... Um, something I'm calling comfy karaoke because I'm always thinking about things. Thank you. And so I'm always thinking about things to sing and I love jazz music and I love playing around with it, singing Ella Fitzgerald. And I wish that, um, I did it more. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to sing a song with YouTube karaoke and it's called Comfy Karaoke to give myself the freedom to not do any of the beauty stuff. Yeah, I love that. That's very good. When when you step Thank forward you. in that, somebody else will go, huh, that's a good idea. I like that. So I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I definitely got inspiration from people like Jessica DeMassi and um, Holy Healed, who we've talked about before, and mm-hmm. um, other girls my age that have said, hey, you don't have to step into all of the standards that are put on women, especially for how we should look and what, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to do so. it all at once. You can take True. one little step forward. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not supposed to come out of the gate as a super professional YouTuber. One of the uh, podcasts I listen to called uh, Learn Smarter, they always say that you're only a day older today than you were yesterday. Especially hmm. as it relates to children. <laughs> so yeah. you don't parent a child all in one day and you don't grow up all in one day. So That's good. That's very good. That's a little bit like the other side of the coin of Anne of Green Gables line. Tomorrow is always new with no mistakes in it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Because that's like good. You're sta- you, you can stand in one spot and say, tomorrow has no mistakes in it yet. And yesterday is just one day behind me. Exactly. Yep. That's good. There's another high five right there. Oh, man, we're on, <laughs> on it today. We'll add the sound effects later. Yes, yes, yes. Love you. And I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five. Yep, thanks for listening. If you'd like to suggest a topic, ask us a question, or share your mom-daughter story, please email us at podcast at gmail.com. That's hug and a high five podcasts at gmail.com. All words, hug and a high five podcast at gmail.com. Have a great week.